This is Rhema for Today. Now bear in mind that he did not say there in Romans that the Spirit of God bears witness with our bodies that we're the sons of God. He did not say the Spirit of God bears witness with our souls or our minds that we're the children of God. He said the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirits. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. 2 Corinthians 4.16, he said, But though our outward man perisheth, or as the margin said, is decaying, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Now here again, he's talking about the outward man, which is the flesh, the body, which is decaying, which is growing older. But he's also talking about the inward man, which is a spirit man that's not growing any older, that'll never be any older, that's being renewed day by day. Glory to God. Isn't that right? There is an outward man. There is an inward man. The outward man is not the real you. The outward man is only the house that you live in. The inward man is the real you. What is our spirits? Paul, you know, in... First Thessalonians 5.23, praying for the church at Thessalonica, said, I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Son of Man. But now, what is our spirit? You see, the text said that, uh, my text that I took to begin with said that for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And then the 16th verse gives us a little insight how the Spirit of God leads us because the, uh, the 16th verse said, but the Spirit itself or himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God, children of God. Then the other text in Proverbs said, For as many as are, it said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man. So here we see that he talks about the spirit of God, and he talks about the spirit of man. Bear, the spirit of God bearing witness with the spirit of man. And that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Before we can understand how God will guide us through our spirits. Because according to the scriptures that we read, that's the way he guides us. Then we must find out what our spirit is. That part of man that is spirit. Because as we quoted the verse from Thessalonians, he speaks about spirit, soul, and body. Now bear in mind that he did not say there in Romans that the Spirit of God bears witness with our bodies that we're the sons of God. 
He did not say, the Spirit of God bears witness with our souls or our minds that we're the children of God. He said, the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirits. He said, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. He didn't say the body of man is the candle of the Lord. He didn't say the soul of man, the intellect of man, the mind of man is the candle of the Lord. He didn't say that. He said the spirit of man. All right, what is our spirits? Well, let's just simply let the Bible tell us. Notice in 1 Peter 3, 4. You see, when Paul here, in 2 Corinthians that we just read, 4th chapter and 16th verse, is talking about the outward man that's decaying and the inward man that's renewed day by day. He's calling our spirits uh, the inward man. Now here in 1 Peter 3, 4, we find another expression about this inward man. Paul calls him inward man. Peter calls him hidden man of the heart. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. I want you to notice that expression in this 1 Peter 3, 4. Hidden man of the heart. Man of the heart. Hidden man of the heart. So this inward man, as Paul calls him, or this hidden man of the heart, as Peter calls him, is really the spirit of man. This inward man, this hidden man, is a spirit man. He's not a mental man. He's not a physical man. He's a spirit man. When the Bible speaks of the heart, it is speaking of the spirit or the inward man or the hidden man. This is the real man. It'll help you in your believing and in your faith to think like that. It did me many, many years ago when I began to examine the Bible on this particular subject. If in the New Testament particularly, wherever the heart is used, if you'll just substitute the word spirit and think in mind of the human spirit, you'll get a clearer picture of what he's talking about. Now this inward man is a spirit man. This inward man is the real you. Now you can understand this verse in 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter and the 17th verse will take on new meaning to you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, Paul writing again to the church at Corinth, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now, Paul is talking about the inward man, the real you, the real man, when he said, therefore, if any man be in Christ. He couldn't be talking about the outward man. Because when you are born again and become a new creature, you do not get a new body. The outward man just like it was. We'll get around to the outward man the minute you have to do something with the outward man. God doesn't do anything with the outward man. You do that. 
God does something with the inward man. God doesn't deal with the outward man. You have to do that. Find out what God wants you to do with the outward man. Find out what God wants you to do with the body and do what the Bible said to do. God's not going to do it. Don't try to get somebody else to do it for you. You do it. No, when he said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's talking about the man on the inside that has become a new creature. We certainly, when we were born again, didn't get a new body. When you were born again, you did not get a, re a new body, but the real you, the man on the inside, became a new man in Christ Jesus, a new creature. Now, I know this a lot of times in our discussing things. Our terms are so indistinct in describing things that we make it confusing to people. To me, it would just simply be better to say things the way the Bible says them. Not make the Bible fit our doctrines, but just make what we believe fit the Bible. Say it the way the Bible says it. Now you know, for instance, a lot of times we have consecration services. That's fine if we know what we're doing. Dedication services. Christians come to the altar. We hear people say, well, dedicate yourself to God. Give yourself to God. Well, you see, this man on the inside, you can't give him to God. If you're a Christian, he already belongs to God. You can't give me something that already belongs to me. You couldn't give me that Bible case. It's already mine. You couldn't give me the Bible that's in the case. It's already mine. Isn't that right? You see, if you would say, when we have our dedication service and a consecration service, if you'd come to do something with your body, that would be a different thing. But we don't make it clear. And so some folks have been doing the same thing. They've been dedicating, consecrating for 40 years. And they're no more dedicated and no more consecrated than they were 40 years ago when they started it. <laughs> Amen. I've seen them having dedication, consecration services for Christians and saying, come into my heart. Well, if you're a Christian, he's already in your heart. He's not going to come in. He's already in there. And then they turn around and contradict themselves. I'm talking about consecration. I'm not talking about dealing with sinners. I'm not talking about an altar service for sinners. I'm talking about a dedication, consecration. Everybody that had come forward were Christians. And somebody started singing, Come into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come in today, come in to stay. <laughs> he had already come in to stay. And then I've seen him come back the next night and sing the same song. <laughs> same people. No wonder they never did get dedicated. Or consecrated. They didn't know what they were doing. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> it's so nonetheless. Now, as I said, our terms. Let me re rephrase that or let me repeat it. Let me say it again. Our terms are so indistinct in describing things that they are confusing. 
it would be better for us just to say things like the Bible says them. Now, for instance, this verse that I quoted earlier in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, where Paul said, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan and Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Ministering to Your Family. Next is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Avoiding the Trap of Offense. The last item is Lynette Hagen's DVD, Facing Your Goliath, all for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. On the 3 through 5 of April... That's right, we're, we're going to... Be in Graham, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, that's at Trailhead Church with Pastors Josh and Anna Grissom. Yes. We're excited about that one. Yeah, we've known Anna all her life. All of her life. And then we're going on up to uh, Hampton, Virginia. Yeah. That's April 6th through the 8th at Victory Life Church with our good friends, Pastor Phil and Barbara Privet. Hey, the reason we're, we're, I mean, I realize this is a month ahead of time, but the reason we're saying that is so you can plan to come there and be with us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.